Welcome to Championship Circle. This going to be my weekend recap of all the sports, training topics, all the events. But like we know, the Super Bowl was the biggest event this weekend. Yeah, my 49ers, they let me down. They let me down. Watching the game yesterday, last night, I just knew we had the first half. We were playing 49er football first half. Our defense was stopping Pat Mahomes, stopping all the explosive plays that Kansas City Chiefs used to downfield. My offense was moving the ball like we always did, running it, creative schemes, Debo off the wide receiver sweeps. I mean, we were playing 49er football. We were playing 49er football. But I think it all started falling down when right before the half, we stopped the Kansas City Chiefs on the drive with about a minute and 49 seconds left before halftime. We have three timeouts left. Three timeouts. Kyle pulled a Royal Williams and didn't call timeout. Why, I do not know. I don't understand at all why he didn't call timeout. They even showed John Lynch in the press box saying timeout, timeout, call timeout. Minute 49, we just stopped Kansas City on like a third and 11, third and 12. So, instead of calling timeout and keeping that 149 on the clock with two timeouts left, getting the ball back before the half, Cal Shanahan, for some reason, elects to let the time run down and let the Chiefs punt the ball off. So, instead of having a minute 49, with two timeouts left, and they punt the ball, so we're going to, let's put it at uh, 140. Let's say 140 left when we get the ball. Instead of having that, we end up having 50, I think we're like 54 seconds with three timeouts. 54 seconds. So, Yeah, Jimmy made a good pass to Kittle. But Kittle got hit with the offensive pass interference. 42-yard pass would have put us at about the 15-yard line right before half. Easy three points. That would have wiped away the no timeout call. 
but hit him with the offense pass interference. I don't think it was pass interference. I done seen more offense pass interference get away with than that one. But they got hit with offense pass interference, go into the half 10-10. Still good to have the Kansas City Chiefs at halftime with 10 points. With 10 points. But, like I said, second half was a whole no story. Whole no story. I don't know why Cal decided to change the whole game plan from what we've been doing all season long. All season long. Cal, what was you thinking? We got to the Super Bowl with running the ball on offense. Running the ball. That's what we did to teams. We ran the ball. We done ran the ball with eight men, nine men in the box. Still run the ball. Last night shouldn't have been no different. Shouldn't have been no different last night. We should have ran the ball down Kansas City throat. But instead, for some reason, Jimmy took the ball out of Monster. Breida ain't in get only Breida didn't play last night. And he took it out of Coleman hand. Coleman was running the rock. Good first half. And Monster. Both on. Second half. Disappeared. Didn't even get the ball. Most of ran the ball 12 times the whole game. Coleman ran it five times. Five times all game. So we up. We did go up 20 to 10. Went up 20 to 10. Done picked off Mahomes twice. Like, we doing good. The defense doing their job. Up 20 to 10. Defense doing their job. The last in the, the the second pick Mahone threw came at the eleven minute mark. All we had to do was control the clock, time of possession. But what does Kyle Shanahan decide to do? Put it in Jimmy hands. Why are we throwing the ball when we up ten points? In the fourth quarter. So. He puts the ball in Jimmy hands. Three and outs. Three and out. Give the ball. Back to Kansas City. Give the ball. Back to Kansas City. With. Like eight minutes left. Everybody know we can't give Pat Mahomes opportunity after opportunity to score because he's going to score. So, Pat Mahomes drives the ball and they score. They score. So, we get the ball back. What we do instead of running the clock? What do we do instead of running the clock? Up by four. What do we do? 
Put it back in Jimmy's hands. Let's throw the ball. I don't know what Cal was thinking, but his clock management and play calling sucked the second half. Big part of us losing was Cal Shanahan. Play calling sucked. Gave the Chiefs opportunities to come back. Gave him opportunities to come back. Crazy. I, I just don't understand it. I, I don't think I'm going to ever understand that one right there. He did the same thing with Atlanta. Play calling, clock management. Man, he do it with us. That was a, a real questionable second half, Cal. Coming from a 49er fan, that was real questionable. Putting the ball in Jimmy's hands after your run game done got you there. Maybe he he let all the you know the blogs, the comments. Jimmy ain't the franchise quarterback. Jimmy ain't throw the ball but eight times in championship game. Jimmy the weak link. Maybe he let all that get to him. I think that's what happened. He let all that get to him. And in the Super Bowl, I guess he was like, we're going to prove to the world that Jimmy is our quarterback and Jimmy can win the game. But Jimmy didn't do it. Even had a chance down by four. Even had a chance down by four. Down by four. Still had a chance. Two-minute drill. Downfield. Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle drew up the perfect play. Emmanuel Sanders wide open. Downfield. Done burnt two defenders. Jimmy lets it go. And overthrows him by like five, six yards. Yeah, that would have did it. That would have put the game away. But put the ball in Jimmy's hands. Jimmy choked. He overthrew Emmanuel Sanders by like five, six yards on the deep ball. So if I was to blame anybody for this Super Bowl, it'll be on my coach. Kyle Shanahan, poor clock management, bad play calling, late, going away from what got us there. I mean, Kyle, you should, all this week you've been talking about the Atlanta, you giving up the Atlanta lead, and then you come do this. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Like, Pat Mahomes, yeah, he came through on the clutch, came through when needed to, because that's what great quarterbacks do. But if Cal, with a clock management, and put the ball on the ground like we've been doing, we will be talking about 
the 49ers as the Super Bowl champs. It's the Super Bowl champs. I, I just don't understand it. Easy as that. But shout out to Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid. I think he's making his name for the Hall of Fame now. I mean, it took him long enough, but he got it. He done had, what, I think they said 21 winning seasons since he's been coaching. That's a good number. Now he got a Super Bowl under that. Shout out to Pat Mahomes. You did what you supposed to do. As the leader of the team, MVP of the league last year, Madden cover, poster child for the NFL, you did what you supposed to do. But all week long, people kept saying 49ers had all the check marks against the Chiefs except the quarterback position. And it showed. It showed. I mean, I'm not saying Jim is a bad quarterback because he's not. Am I saying Jim a great quarterback? No, he's not. But Jimmy G can be better. He coming off of ACL. He didn't play but three games last year. He played his first four season this year. Got to the Super Bowl. We got a young team. So we'll be back. We'll be back next year. We just got to go sign some of our big players back. Kittle about to break the market in tight ends. Sign Buckner back. I mean, we got got some off-season work to do, but we'll be back. We will be back. So, final score was 31-20. I don't even count that last touchdown because I think the defense gave up. But they scored 21 unanswered points. The Chiefs did. Them 21 wouldn't even been, it wouldn't even been, it wouldn't even been possible if we would have clock managed and ran the ball. But it is what it is. We took that loss. Better luck next year. Still a 49er fan to the death. But I'm going to take a little break. When I come back, I'll tell you what the Lakers did for Kobe Bryant Friday night. The Lakers honored Kobe Bryant Friday night. I mean... When I say they honor Kobe Bryant, they went all out for him. At the Staples Center before the Blazer game, they had tributes to Kobe. They had a violinist to play. Usher sang Amazing Grace. I think that's what kind of broke people down 
when Usher song Amazing Grace and they sh they start showing the the photos and the memories of Kobe and Gigi and his family, Vanessa, his other daughters. I mean, that was that was emotional, man. I think it had everybody in the building teary eyed. Then to follow that up, Boys to Men came and saw one of the most soulful additions to the national anthem I ever heard. I mean, I ain't even know you can put that much soul into the national anthem. Like, I think Kaepernick would have been standing for that national anthem. <laughs> I ain't lie. Like, Boys to Men did a good job on that national anthem. But with Top the Night Off, LeBron gave an emotional speech. And I know it from the heart because before he even started, he had everything wrote down, pulled out the paper. And he was like, he'll be cheating the fans short if he read it off the paper. So he threw the paper away, came from the heart. But LeBron showed his emotions, said that he will continue the legacy of Kobe, which I think he in a good spot to do. But what really got me about Friday night with the memorial service, the tributes, and LeBron saying that he gonna continue Kobe legacy. The Lakers lost. The Lakers lost. Like I was not expecting the Lakers to lose after that memorial and tribute to Kobe at the Staples Center. I, I wasn't I wasn't expecting the Lakers to lose. I was expecting the Lakers to come out there and blow the Trailblazers out. I mean, when I say blow them out, I mean Trailblazer went in and stand a chance. LeBron taking over, going into mumble mode, dropping 50, 60 points, putting the team on his back. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen. LeBron is like, LeBron never had that killer instinct in him. Never. He never had it. From Cleveland to Miami, back to Cleveland, now with the Lakers. He, he just ain't got that mumble mentality. For some reason, he always shy away from the moment. LeBron... Is considered one of the goats of basketball. One of the goats of basketball. But he just ain't got that killer instinct like Jordan and Kobe had. And Friday night, it was kind of like I'm not even a Laker or LeBron fan. But with that moment and how the vibe was, in the Staples Center, 
it was LeBron's job to make that crowd feel energized and excited again. But he couldn't do it. He didn't even try to do it. AD, AD had a good game. AD looked like he was trying to carry on. He had that mamba mentality. But LeBron, he shied away again. Like, I do not know what it is with LeBron and how he close out games. Like, if you the greatest... You supposed to take over when needed be. But instead, LeBron ended up with 22 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds. But Anthony Davis had 37 points and 15 rebounds, which to me seemed like that was uh, more should have been LeBron-type numbers. But instead, the, the mumble mentality came from the other team. Damian Leonard dropped 48 points and had 10 assists and on one shot with triple-double had nine rebounds. Now, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Damian Leonard had a Kobe Bryant night. Them Kobe numbers. 48 points, 10 assists, 9 rebounds. Them Kobe numbers. That's what I was looking for LeBron to do. And the Blazers won 127 to 119 on Kobe's tribute night. At the Staples Center. I mean, LeBron ain't taking nothing away from you. Can't take nothing away from you. He got championships. He breaking records. But until you develop that killer instinct, you're going to always be in my book compared to Magic Johnson. Not Kobe, not Jordan, but Magic Johnson, a big point guard that loved to pass the ball. LeBron can score when he want to. He can score when he want to. I give him that. But he just don't. He he shies away from the moment. But now we got Zion Williamson. He built like LeBron. He uses his size. Bully ball. He averaging. Uh, right about 19, 20 points a game right now. Dropped 24 Friday night. Against Memphis. Zion Williamson. I thought he was going to be a bust. I really did. But. He proving me wrong right now. If he stay healthy, this guy going to be 
a force in the NBA because he uses his body. LeBron, he can score, get to the hole anytime he want to, and he just defers not to. Like right now, LeBron shoots more threes than a regular shooting guard does. And when I say that, LeBron, why is you shooting three-pointers when you can just drive the ball in and people going to either foul you or get out the way? That's what Zion doing right now. He just playing bully ball because he know his size is, is either two things they're going to do, get out the way or foul you. I think LeBron still got this thing in his head about making free throws. That's why I think he kind of shy away from the paint a lot. But LeBron, if you're going to ever be in this conversation to me with Jordan and Kobe, you're going to have to develop that killer instinct. You're going to have to. Because if you don't, you're going to always be magic. But in other news, no Tom Brady. See, he had the little Hulu commercial during the uh, Super Bowl. And he was like, I'm not going anywhere. We all know that Tom Brady, about 65 years old, (laughs) is still talking about he wants to play in the NFL. Tom, just go somewhere and sit down, chill with your family, enjoy life. You ain't got nothing else to prove. You ain't got nothing else to prove. They saying now that New England Patriots willing to give Tom Brady $30 million a year. $30 million. That's what they willing to give Tom Brady. Will he take it? Is it about the money? Is it about New England management? I don't know. I don't know. But the thing about Tom Brady is Tom Brady ain't got hit a lot. He ain't get hit a lot. Like Brett Farr, his last year, the Saints, that, that bounty, that, that made up Brett Farr's mind for him because they was folding Brett Farr in the championship game. Like they hit. Brett Favre almost every play, whether he had the ball or not. Tom Brady ain't been hit like that yet. He ain't been hit like that. So he's still clean. He ain't been injured like that. They had one major injury his whole career. So he's still clean. So will he be back next season? I believe so. Will he be playing for the New England Patriots? Uh... That's kind of that's kind of question mark. 
I see the Raiders saying they going to pursue them. Las Vegas Raiders. They talking about pursuing Tom Brady. And now they got the rumor going out that San Francisco needs to cut Jimmy G and sign Tom Brady. Nah, we don't need to move backwards. It sound good if San Francisco add Tom Brady. Yeah, on paper it sound good. But what we going to get? One year out of them? One year? Then we looking for another quarterback when we can just groom Jimmy G? Because Jimmy G, like I said, is not a bad quarterback. He just need to be polished up. First four year, he actually did good. Right at 4,000 yards. Just need to cut the turnovers down. He will throw an interception. That he will. But giving up on Jimmy G already for Tom Brady, that's a no-no to me. That's a no-no. So... I guess it's going to be the storyline of the offseason. Well, with Tom Brady sign. But I'll be keeping up with it like I do all the sports news. My 49ers lost the Super Bowl. But we'll be back. We got a young team. We talented. Make some little changes in the offseason. We'll be back. We'll be back. So, it is what it is. Rest in peace to Kobe. Championship Circle. Find me on Spotify, iTunes, any other music platforms that carry podcasts. Until next time, I'm out. Thank you.